Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, welcome to the live, the big announcement. Um, Okay, today I want to talk about friendship. So I'm not going to do this chat alone. I'm going to bring on my friend Camille. Um, so that we can have a talk about something we've been noticing um, on social media and around the internet and where we all kind of hang out around the topic of friendship. So, all right. So I wanted to do a chat with my friend Camille because we want to talk about friends. <laughs> friendship. Friendship. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know about you, but the last like little while, the last couple of months, I've noticed a common theme when I've been on Instagram and there's been a lot of people talking about friendships Uh or the lack thereof. Maybe (laughs) have you noticed anything like that? You know, it's, I think that a common question I get too of the most common questions I get are how can I make money from home? Which is what I created a course for. And number two, how do I make friends? And so I think the pandemic more than ever has left us feeling isolated or for those of us who have ever experienced social anxiety, it's brought it to the forefront because it's kind of like getting ourselves back into the game and it feels it's hard. It's intimidating and it's, it can be scary. So yes, the past few months, the past few years, the past ever, I think making adult adult friendships can be really challenging. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's just been interesting to, it can seem like something that you're alone in, right? Especially when you're on social media and you see people posting like me and my bestie or like out at this event and there's all of these things and you're sitting in your house like scrolling like wah, wah, you know but it's helped me at least to see that it's not maybe as isolating or as a one person thing like it's something that a lot of us are feeling and a lot of us are struggling with like you're not the only person sitting in your house being like everyone has friends but me yeah and I think for everyone that's listening and maybe thinking, well, what is this? Why does this apply to me? Or how does this apply to me? Just like you said, it's not, it's not a one-time thing. Like we all have felt it. So today we want to give tools of what to do when you feel it. Cause we all feel it. And also a special announcement of what we're going to do to help you with that as well. Yes. All right. So speaking of tools to do, you know, if you've been to my page for 2.5 seconds, I'm like all about that mindset, all about your words matter, the things that you're saying matter. So number one, stop saying it's so hard. If you are sitting there and you're like, it's so hard to make friends. Mom friendships are hard. Adult friendships are hard. Girl friendships are hard. Then guess what? <laughs> They're going to be pretty dang hard. So that's my number one tip is first just like switching those words around and being like, okay friendship is important to me. And if it is, then your brain's going to be like, Oh, friendship's important to me. Let's figure out a way to like make that true. 
instead of friendship is super hard, friendship is super hard because your brain's just going to be in like wah wah mode and be like, yeah, friendship is super hard. So that's my number one tool is switch those words around. And it's just a little tiny shift, but it's going to put you in the right place to be able to make friendships and cultivate the ones you already have. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we might not be making friendships the same way we did in school where you're in this nucleus where you're surrounded by the same people all the time, or maybe you're in your house a lot because you're at home with little kids, or maybe your schedule's so busy that you're always in the car. So that's why it becomes something that you have to seize opportunities. It may be that stranger sitting at the park with you at the same time and you notice your kids are the same ages, or it may be you know, that you volunteer at the school or you're a part of an extracurricular activity or something, or you decide to take a class. But a lot of the opportunities that you have as an adult to make friendships are take a little more effort. It doesn't mean that it has to be hard. It's just a new path of finding friendships and creating a relationship that can last the rest of your life, which is really exciting. Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's uh, the key there is looking for opportunities to be able to make friends, um, you know, cause we're at a lot of times the same carpool drop off. We're at the same sporting event and we just come and go and pass. And yeah, those moms might not be like your BFFs, but looking for opportunities to strike up conversation, to get to know another person, to get curious and ask questions can lead slowly. It's not like one day you're going to walk away and be like, I met my best friend forever at that soccer game, <laughs> you know, but you're going to be able to start things if you're looking and being more t intentional about those opportunities. Yeah. Okay. So I have a challenge for everyone that's listening. I want you to think about coming up with like, this sounds silly, but like a, a friendship pickup line. So Jesse, I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't <laughs> this but like imagine for a second and let's just volley like I'll come up with an idea you come up with an idea say that you see someone that you've noticed around whether it's like a class that you go to or you have kids that are similar ages and you want to talk to that person how do you break the ice to do that because I have some ideas but I want to hear some of yours and maybe we can volley that a little bit and see what we come up with Okay, so breaking the ice, number one, if I know, I've made an, a point to do this, if I notice something about someone that I like, I don't keep that to myself. Like if your hair, if you're having like a beautiful hair day, I will tell you, I'll be like, your hair looks fabulous. And a lot of times people are really taken aback by compliments. Like we don't know how that's mm -hmm. another topic for another day, but just breaking the ice with that or saying like, Hey, where did you get those shoes? Those are really cute. Like there's simple questions you can do to break the ice. And if someone's like target, then don't just leave it at like, Oh, thanks. Target. Be like oh, target. Oh my gosh. I could lose my mind and like blah, blah, blah. And then you've started a little bit of a conversation instead of a yes, no. But I think if you notice something in someone say it and break the ice that way. I love that. I feel like the exterior is something that's very, non-intrusive for you to comment on or to compliment on that anyone would love to hear something kind, a kind thought, you know, never suppress a kind thought. I love that. Okay. So my next one I think would be, um, oh, I had it and then I just lost it because I have a couple I'm thinking of. Hold on. Okay. So one of my favorite ways to connect with someone, and this is any relationship is I will find something, a commonality that I, that I have between us, whether that's like our kids playing together or something in common that we might have or something I compliment them on. And then I always 
follow that up with questions that are non-invasive, but that show that I actually care about who this person is, like who this person is behind the exterior. Because if you show someone that you are interested in them, who they are and like dig a little bit deeper. I think there are like five common questions that are safe, but also can build a relationship. Like, where did you grow up? How many kids do you have? If it's like a mom situation, um, what do you come here often? I know that sounds so cheesy, but depending on the situation, maybe you're at a class and you talk about the class and you say, Oh my gosh, that class was so good. I, this was only my third time. Do you come a lot or, and so you kind of, switch it to them so that they can take that volley with you and be like, Oh, actually I do, you know, I do come here. I do do that. And what happens is if you're showing interest in another person and you genuinely show that you care, that will open the channels for a much deeper conversation more quickly than you might think. And that it takes practice because not everyone would feel comfortable, you know, approaching a stranger but I promise you it works. Like if you turn that conversation as quickly as you can in a natural way to hearing more about them through yeah. a round. Yeah. And that is something that you are so good at doing. Like that's like a talent and a thing that comes natural to you. So like you said, it might not come as natural to other people, but with practice and with like an easy, like if you can come up with like one to two easy questions that are your go-to that you feel safe with, fantastic. And Okay, so fun fact, me and Camille are friends. Like you guys, I know you've seen us on here. We are on each other's social media all of the time. But we met, like we're not like lifelong friends. We didn't go to high school together or anything. We met as moms at an event we went to. We had, you know, some opportunity. And I could have just easily left the event like, oh, that was fun. She was nice or whatever. And like Camille is the queen of follow-up. Like it was follow-up, ask questions like get my number text me like she's very very intentional about being friends whereas like it takes me a second to warm up I know it probably does not seem like that but it really does um and so I was grateful for that because we've been able to grow this friendship over a couple of years now but it did take that breaking the ice and and being curious and stuff so Camille's really really good And you know what? I think that there are layers of that friendship where like in the beginning, you're kind of feeling each other out. Like, are they investing in me? Am I investing in them? You know, like what is this going to be a relationship that works? Because like anything else, it's a give and take. And so I think that it was something where we had done some events together and then I was hosting something at my house. And I said, well, I'm putting this party together and you volunteered to help me. You're like, oh, I'll come help you decorate. And I'm like, really? you would come do that. And you're like, yeah. And I think that that like your service, like, I think that that could be our third point is like volunteering to like help them out, like look for those opportunities to see what someone might need and be there, like show up and be like, no, I'm here for this. Like, I want to be involved. I want to help you. And that's something you're really good at doing. I think that that's a really good one too. You know, especially if we're thinking about the things that we're doing all of the time, right? Carpool, sports, mom stuff, all of these things. If it's like, hey, if you ever run into a bind and you need me to pick up your kids, let me know. Yeah. It's not offering to carpool all of the time because that might be a huge commitment for you. But knowing that you have someone, I've got a mom like that at my school where we, since our kids have been in kindergarten, like we're not best friends, but like I would consider her a friend now because of things like that. 
that it's we've been able to be there for each other in binds, just little things like that. But over time, that can help grow a friendship too. So I love that point, the looking to see where you can help and serve. And they don't have to be huge things. Like yeah. literally, oh, you're running late from a doctor's appointment? No problem. I'll pick up your kids. They can hang out at my house for 10 minutes, you know? And then move on from there. <laughs> Lauren Johnson said, I love that because I try to do that with customers that come through my line at work. I think she was talking about a compliment or relating with them, which is a, actually any kind of line of service. If you're like in sales or customer service or something where if you can find a common ground and create that relationship in a relatively short time, I promise you any kind of business or sales position or customer service, it's about those relationships. And that builds upon any relationship building skills that you have in your life. So that's really good practice, Lauren. I bet you are awesome to see in a line. I love when I talk to someone in a customer service line where they aren't just like, I mean, it can be really monotonous, let's be honest, but like where they can connect with you and say, hey, I love that dress you're wearing. It looks so good with your eyes or whatever. I don't know. But it makes a difference. And that energy just makes the world go around, right? Exactly. Because, yeah, that person then is going to leave and they're feeling like, okay, yeah, I get, you know. So it is. It's a huge ripple effect when you when you do that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Last okay, I was I, say. Are you ready for another one? Yes. Do okay. So this leads to something we were just talking about, but it's confidence breeds confidence. And what I've noticed, and I teach this to my kids and it's hard because this is something that we learn over time. It's not something that everyone comes equipped with. Typically everyone has to work at this, but when you are presenting yourself in a confident way and you are complimenting and looking outside of yourself, you will naturally attract people to you because they see that confidence even the awkwardness and the uniqueness and the weirdness about you. And it automatically gives them a free pass to love themselves and embrace the awkward weirdness, craziness, whatever it is. And it makes people attracted to you because when you are self-confident enough to turn your eyes outward and really see who is around you and what's going on around you, it breeds so much better relationships because you are automatically attracting that energy. And it's been something that I feel like has blessed my life when I've been able to turn outward that way. And I try to teach my kids that where they'll say like, Oh, the popular kids did this and this, and they were kind of mean and they tease this person. And I say, you know, that might be how it is in elementary school because it's a dog eat dog world a little bit, but truly it's the nice person the confident person that looks outward that wins at the end of the day that's a skill that turns the tides of everything oh for sure and i'm thinking about that too relating to it as if you are somebody right who i mean and i've been there before i've i've been there where i've been the person sitting at home and seeing people with their friends on social media you know oh we had a girls trip a girls weekend i'm like I want a girl's weekend. Who would go on a girl's weekend with me? Or like all, you know, and you totally start in this like mean girl cycle and this like self-deprecating cycle. And you're like, who, well, who would even want to be friends with me? And what do I have to offer? And while you do obviously want to bring things to the table as a friendship, like you said, if you turn outward and you're like, what are the other people offering? And like, what makes them them? And what are they interested in? And you turn that outward then you don't have to focus so much on you and whatever you're insecure about or whatever, because like you said, it'll just start growing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Everyone's more concerned about like the way they look. They're all concerned. It's like when you go to the swimming pool, right? And you're all, you might be thinking, oh, my butt, my thighs, like whatever the things. But when you take a step back and really think about it, everyone's thinking about their own butt and thighs. No one cares about mine. You know, it's like, it's just one of those things that I think in time you come to learn that more, but it, it really is a mental game with yourself. Like, how am I going to change that, that narrative in my mind? Yeah. I agree. All right. Do you have any more pickup lines? <laughs> you know, I think, I think it can be as simple as I've seen you around and I would love to connect with you. Like, do you live close by? I, I know we have kids the same ages, but I would love to get together. Let's plan a play date at the park. It can be that simple. There have also been other times where like I have a neighbor this happened just last week and I know that she works out because she looks good. This is so creepy. <laughs> Tell me about your workout routine because I want to work out more and have like workout friend buddies, you know, tell me what you do. What are you doing? And can I join you? Cause she lives three doors up and she does like the early morning, 6am thing. And I want to adopt some of that behavior. And so I'm like, okay, what, when I surround myself with friends that are positive, take care of their bodies and their minds, they naturally are like those higher energy people. Like they're just happier people like you, Jesse, you're like, just you have that <laughs> positive energy. And so I flat out just said, okay, tell me your workout routine. Let's figure out a time that we could work out together. And it's something that simple where it's like something you can connect on a way that you can find a time to work it in together. Cause it's tricky. Like we're talking 6am workouts here, but she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked me. I've been looking for a workout buddy forever. Like I would love to work out with you. And just like that, it's opening those channels of that opportunity where it might be a little like nerve wracking of, Oh, that's creepy. And I'm like, I can tell you work out. And she's like, you know, it's just funny. So it's this like a compliment, but like, let's, let's get together. Let's work out together. And so we are going to work out together. It hasn't happened yet. She's in the middle of a challenge with clean, simple eats. And anyway, so that was just a simple example of how you can easily create a new relationship by simply asking. I love it. All right. So I'm having three things kind of stick out to me. One is compliment or like, don't suppress a kind thought, say something mm -hmm. kind. Mm -hmm. uh, number two is look for opportunities to serve and just like help out, ease a little bit of a burden or whatever. And then number three, just asking questions, just ask a lot of really good questions. And if you need one or two kind of go-to questions, we named off a ton. So yeah. <laughs> we can pick up lines. So you're good. There you go. Best friend. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening today. That was a clip from one of the IG live TVs that I did with my friend Camille. You can find her over at CamilleWalker.co on Instagram. She is so much fun. And this was part of a friendship Friday series that we were doing on Instagram. So if you want to go check out those, you can go to my Instagram, you can go to Camille's Instagram and they are right there for you. 
And I just want to encourage you to use some of the tips that we talked about today, that if you want to have friendships be a bigger part of your life, or if you feel like they're hard or that you're struggling, and it's just something that you want to focus on a little bit more, that you take in some of these tips that we talked about today. So I took time to listen back to this episode, and I came down with seven tips that I wanted to just recap right here for you. Number one is shift your mindset. That's got to be your first thing. You've got to feel empowered enough to go out there and know that you can make friends and that it's going to be a fun process for you. Number two is look for opportunities. They are all around you. They can be big opportunities like an event you get invited to or just simple everyday thing. But if you have your mindset set that you want to make friendships and you know that you are being intentional looking for those opportunities, they will begin to pop up for you. Number three is one that Camille shared that I love so much was have a friend pickup line in your back pocket to break the ice. Some examples that we shared were compliments and kind thoughts, finding commonalities and asking questions, something silly like, do you come here often? Silly, but it works. Um, Number four was help and serve. See where you can offer assistance. It might be as simple as holding a door open for somebody or offering to pick up kids or run some errands or drop by, you know, a treat or a cookie or something when you know that they've been having a bad day. Little opportunities to help and serve can build that bond of friendship quickly. Number five, confidence breeds confidence. You might have to kind of fake that confidence for a little bit, but as you go out there and you're confident in making friends, you will be surrounded by friends that are confident in coming back to you as well. Number six is turn that focus outward. We focus so much on ourselves. Camille showed that idea of, oh, people are looking at me. But if you can turn your focus outward, be more interested than interesting and ask really good questions, dig a little deep you will begin to cultivate those friendships. And number seven, go for the ask. Follow up, be bold. Say, when are we getting together next? Let's put something on the calendar. Be really intentional, be bold, and go for that ask. All right, so those were the seven tips for making friends as an adult. I hope that you can take them and go out. If you love this episode, please screenshot it, share it on your Instagram, tag me, share with a friend, um, and have an amazing week. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.